Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Jesus. I am your host, Todd Ubley. This is part two of Be Still. In this episode, Sarah and I will discuss the importance of being still and just listening, touching on the fact that we don't need to say a whole lot of words when we pray. So, without further ado, here is part two of Be Still. I think many of us can relate to like working ourselves silly, you know, till till when we go, but also the spiritual domain when we feel like we are communicators on God and Christ's behalf, right? And, and, and wanting to do that well and just wanting to make sure all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, you know, and then connecting back because I struggle with this too it's that it's that little domain of control we started with you know first and I actually just asked right before this um podcast for Evie my nine-year-old daughter I was like Evie can you just say a prayer please that mama uses the words that God would have her use in this podcast you know to share with others because I feel so much like you know as I prepare and as we were saying you're like you you kind of have some things that you want to say and get across but making space and room for God to influence that, for God to have have space to stay in the present moment, to know that the ultimate goal um, is, is to be the voice he'd want us to be, right? And if we get too involved in, in our own control of that, then, then there doesn't become space for that. And I'm very guilty often of just wanting to, to manage, you know, what's, what's in my domain. <laughs> parenting, um, leading implementation support work, you know, um, leading committees at church, um, you know, whatever that may be. But it reminds me a lot, you know, of the, and I read and listen a lot to the work that others do, right? I think that that's, um, I've already pulled in two of my favorites with Sarah Young and James Brian Smith. But another one is Glennon Doyle, who um, wrote one of this the big selling books, um, Untamed here recently, but Untamed is really kind of about being the person that, um, that you're meant to be in many ways. And she talks about four elements to that. The second of which is what she calls knowing. So it's all on the verse of be still and know, right. Mm -hmm. But she was talking about how hers, unlike ours, Todd, of getting out in nature, hers was getting in her closet. She got in her closet and like was trying to quiet it all out as a young mom, you know, but she said she realized that the, the very first step to getting in touch with this knowing is to stop, <laughs> stop moving, stop talking, stop panicking, <laughs> stop flailing and that I think the control it takes to get there and that this knowing is within us. It's like this gut feeling um, that, that you get uh, related to. And so what she says is the chaos stills in the deep, right? When you think about the ocean and kind of the chaos of the waves on top, and then if you get low enough, you know, it gets really calm. It's in the deep. Um, but goes on to say her realization is this, this knowing is God in her, right? I, I took it one step further in my part to be you know that Jesus gave us the the gift of forgiveness when he died he also gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit right so when we stop pause long enough to make that connection and allow them in then that that forms and shapes what we do next 
but the other, uh, there's so many like little moments of, of thinking about this, but it, as you were talking, it was just reminding me um, here that first getting in touch with that knowing can be really hard, right? Um, mm -hmm. But when you get in touch with it and you trust it, then you want to come back to it, right? There is this peace that you get when you can learn to, to what Glennon calls sink, sink into the knowing, you know, what we may say is that that presence that connection but learning to kind of trust that and having some time with that then if you're in the middle of a work meeting and you're like I have no idea what to do next I have no idea what to say you take a moment just to to call in you know to to sink to that knowing rather than react in the moment of I should have the answer I should know the answer what am I to do <laughs> you know then then it allows the chance for the Holy Spirit to give you the next right word or the next right thing. Mm -hmm. But very clear too, one of the things I um, loved about this particular, you know, chapter here on knowing is that the knowing doesn't tell you the five-year plan when you sit down and sink. So you can't sink long enough <laughs> and listen <laughs> hard enough to know what the next five years is going to bring, right? Doesn't bring you the five-year strategy plan, but rather it gives you the next right thing. Right. Sometimes that's all you need. You just need the next right thing. You don't need the, the five-year plan. And yeah. And the, the, there's, there's three words that jumped out at me as, as you were speaking. One of them was knowing. Um, the other one was taking stock. And then what you said in the very, very beginning, when you, when you ICB, just pray that, you know, God gives me the right words. And last week I had recorded an episode and I thought it was a great episode. I thought it was just brilliant. It was a good podcast episode but it wasn't coffee with Jesus. And I kind of strayed from the mission of what coffee with Jesus is. And I went through and I listened to it and I edited it and I listened to it again. And there was just something, I can't even explain it, but something just said that that doesn't seem quite right. So I sent it to a, a partner of mine. She's a really big contributor to the podcast. And I asked her, I said, can you just listen to this and, and share your thoughts on it? And, um, you know, a few days later, she emailed me back and she's like, well, it's not a bad episode, but I think it strays a little from the, from the mission of Copy with Jesus. And, and I didn't say anything about it to her. You know, I just said, can you listen to this just to see, you know, and I was like, okay, if God's telling her the same thing, he's telling me there's, there's something there. Yeah. And it was just, it was just amazing. Cause I was, I, I was like, wow, this is going to be a good episode. But as I was listening to it, I was just like, I don't know, something just doesn't feel right. And so it's important when you're doing things, especially when you're doing things for God, he's got to be in control. He's got to give you the words to use. Otherwise, it just, it just won't be effective. And so I was glad for her email and, and her response when she was saying that that kind of strays from Coffee with Jesus. And I'm not sure if that's quite the message that we want to put out, you know, and there were some great helpful tips on how to retool it. And I think I'm going to take the whole second part of the episode and throw it out and kind of redo it. So yeah, it is important. I mean, knowing is, is important and taking stock is important. And then trusting God to give you the words that he wants to be out there is, is important. You know, especially if you're going to be serving God, you, you've got to do it his way and you've got to do what, what he wants you to do. And, and so that's kind of been my prayer going forward and all right, God, when, you know, whenever I hit record, just give me the words that you want 
you know, let these be your words that you want out there. The next episode that I'm going to release, it kind of goes back to the roots of what Coffee with Jesus is. It's, it's a lot more like the first season. And uh, I think it's a much better episode, even though the previous episode is a good podcasting episode. I think the next episode is a better Coffee with Jesus episode. You know, I, I appreciate all of that. Like you made space in the, in, in the moment to pay attention to the knowing you sought your like, you know, um, spiritually trusted friend to give advice on, on that, you know, part in you think about how to do that and what the core mission is. And it strikes me so much about like, um, you know, the mission with coffee with Jesus and what the, what the mission is for, for that to do and the mission of each one of us. And that, you know, I mean, God created each and every one of us different. There's the, the verse on, I knitted you in your mother's room before you ever came out and we're each oh, yeah. different, right? Yes. So yeah, as I was kind of thinking about the whole be still part and inviting God in and, and, and trusting that is coming back a lot to this idea that I am only meant to do my part um, in this world. Like my words for God are going to be different than Todd's words for God, which are different than Rick's words for God, which are different than, you know, but that there's common missions and, and themes in, in that work. And that inviting, inviting God in to, to stimulate that then brings out the best in all of us, right? And so I think that's the other part that I've just, I've really struggled with. I got to say, pandemic-wise and, you know, just the, the state of the world and you hear about a lot of the, the tensions and the disjointedness and the, you know, the lack of community really bothers me um, in the work, knowing that our coming back to those greatest commandments, we're to love God with our heart, mind, and soul, and then love our neighbors as ourselves, right? right? And and this idea that God didn't create us to work in isolation. God didn't create us to work solely um, as individuals. He gave us each individual talents and, um, and, and beings. Talents, I feel like sometimes is, you know, a whole nother podcast, but, um, but it's, <laughs> It's beyond just talents. Like he gave us being. Um, so I come back to those kind of words of be still, you know, and know, and and really think about us being unique beings. Um, and that, like in the Corinthians passage, you know, that as Jesus left the world, then then he commanded us to be his body in this world. But we're not all the tongues, we're not all the feet, we're not all the hands, you know, all at the same time. And if you miss any of those, then you're missing part of the body. Yeah, <laughs> so, oh, absolutely. So when we allow ourselves these touch point moments, whether they're longer touch moments, whether they're like, you know, moments of deep reflection, you know, where you have, where you're still and quiet and can get to that knowing for a longer period of time, or whether there's these brief moments of like, I know something's not right. I know I need to, to check into this further, or I'm feeling out of control. I'm not sure what to do next. And we invite God into that, to that trusted knowing we, we sink um, to, to find it and we get that next right thing, but that allows us then to, and we respect that in others, right? That, that God created them to be who they are. And when we work in community with each other, that's where we have a chance of, of really kind of getting to that 
state of, of what I think God would want for us. We got a long way to go, but I think that's, <laughs> that's what I come back to at my core is like needing to call on that, needing to trust in community, knowing, you know, I don't have it all. I'll never have it all. And how do I, how do I connect with those other beings um, God created to, I mean, also trite, but make this world a better place, right? And yeah. make it a place that we want our kids to grow up in, make it a place that we want our grandkids to grow up in, be, make it a place that the Jesus would be proud of. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's just so important to be still, even though I'm so bad at it. It's because that's how we can truly listen. And that's how we can truly get to be and get to do what God would have us be and what God would have us do. When you just go off on your own, even if you think you're serving him, you may not be doing what he wants you to do. And it's important to listen. And in order to listen, it's important to be still. And, you know, I think it all comes, it all comes down to just knowing, knowing how to be still and knowing how to listen. And, you know, as important as that is, I feel so bad being so bad at it. And that's one of the reasons why I was like, well, maybe Sarah and I can talk to that. And I'll be honest, part of it was selfish because I want to, you know, see if I can learn how to do it better. But I, I think that's why it's so important to be still. Yeah. You know, and I, Todd, just kind of getting to the like the the knowledge, and I'm I'm a very logical person, so I have to string out like the why um, I need to do this, um, you know, and then and then I think how, and I think the how's going to be different for different folks. Like you've obviously identified nature as one of the things, but I think um, the name of your podcast, like Coffee with Jesus. I've not been fantastic about doing my morning devotions the way, the way that I have it passed, but the idea of getting a cup of coffee and like holding my hands around a warm cup of coffee, you know, is another connection back the idea of, of doing that. And I, okay. I feel like there's lots of, of, of things here, but I think folks have to figure out for them. What, what is that? point like what what is the thing that that draws you back um but and i believe it's in a lot of the jesus calling parts that is written from jesus's perspective and in in that book that just says struggling with that sometimes all you have to do is say my name um so i think that the idea of being still and it was important we started off asleep and rest and and the idea of making this connection sinking deep all of which are kind of the the deep parts of being still but i think for all the listeners out there who are struggling just like you and me because i guarantee you it's almost almost everyone right that i was thinking one of the things that was out of the podcast today for listeners is that being still doesn't have to be long periods of time you know that that you you know dedicate and and come to meditation you know which are all good things but it doesn't have to be that all the time. And it doesn't have to be that frequently. Sometimes, you know, being still, it's making that connection. It's, it's calling his name and saying, you know, I need you to come. (laughs) I need that Holy spirit, like to guide me to that next right thing. And as we learn to go in prayer, 
I've had so many, you know, things recently where I'm like, I know nothing more to do than to say a prayer. And so that's the other part. Call his name if that's Mm -hmm. all you can do in the moment or say a brief prayer. Whether that is a, my prayers are oftentimes very not elaborate. (laughs) I mean, you know, recently we found out, you know, that um, a family member passed away and I was just like, God, take her to be your angel. Like, let her dance with you. You know, as we found out someone was sick, I'm like, God, just, just please help him recover. Like they're not elaborate, mm-hmm. but they are, uh, I know I don't have control over this and I know I really care. <laughs> and what I know to do is say a prayer. Right. And then to find, find the grateful, the things that you're grateful for, you know, um, God's creation, person you love you know that you you see their face and it it reminds you you know a a thought back an activity you love that just brings the the gratitude part one of my all-time um favorite verses from the bible that i go back to all the times is philippians four through six right and it's don't be anxious about anything pray to god about everything right that's Mm -hmm. what i remember from as a child but kind of coming up but it's in um thanksgiving and petition, right? So finding those things we're we're thankful for, and then and then saying the prayer, but tying that to the part that comes next, which is that peace that surpasses understanding, which um, you know I strive for. And in those moments, you know where where I feel like I've had it, I have that peace, um, you know that that I can't even explain. And I'm like, how do I hang on to this? <laughs> you know, knowing that the world, you know brings you things and throws things and, you know, and life changes and goes and we come in and out of our, you know, abilities to, to be our best us, you know, that in the moments that I am, it's when I'm connected. It's when I'm listening. It's when I'm taking a little time just to call his name, just to say a prayer, just to be aware that I'm just one part of this great big thing, you know, happening. And that when I look to God for guidance for that next right thing, that when I'm going to get closer to, to that peace. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be elaborate. There are times my whole prayer was literally God help. And that was it, <laughs> you know? Yes. And, and, you know, I've been at points where that was all I could say was God help. And yeah. he does. You know, and consequently, there have been times where I've been so euphoric after he has helped that I'm just like, God, thank you. And that's it. You know, that's the whole prayer. Just God, thank you. And it's amazing that he knows us so well that we don't have to do these elaborate prayers. We don't have to use a whole lot of words. And um, it was funny when I was leaving Japan, the chaplain had taken me around to help get things done. We'd become good friends over my time there. So he was helping me get everything sorted to, to transition out of the country. And before he took me to the air station to, to fly out, we said, we both said a prayer. We both prayed. And when we were done, I turned to him, I said, wow, you're, you're a better prayer than I am. And he, he kind of chuckled and he said, no, I'm just more wordier. <laughs> but we, we don't really need these big elaborate prayers. And um, we just, God knows us and we just need to tell him what we need. And if we can't, even articulate that and we can just say god help he knows and he will help you know the bible tells us he is our ever-present help in trouble so i i love how you say that he just 
we don't have to be elaborate. We can just say, God help. And that's it. Yes. I love that. And God's how I think about the experiences that I know you've been through and like just the importance of that simple prayer, God help. Um, and I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it in, in this week um, too. So I think it's, you know, raising a nine-year-old now who's learning to to grow in faith over time too. And we, you know, think about prayers and what you, what you can pray about and um, you know, and all of these kinds of things, but wanting just to, you know, as we raise our littlest up to our eldest, you know, knowing that God just wants to hear your voice and, and, and what you're, what you're thankful for and what you need and what, what you want, but that doesn't, it doesn't have to be. So I come back often, and you've probably heard me say this a lot, having a, a childlike faith in many ways, right? So when we think yeah. about um, the the simple trust that a, the kiddo has, the simple words that a kiddo has, you know, sometimes that brings us back to, to the basics of being able to not make things more complicated, <laughs> but get to the simple part of, I just need help. And I don't know what I need, but I know that I need your help. And it, I resonate so strongly though, then with your, you know, your kind of effervescent response there of, and he does. <laughs> So when we take the time just to say that he does there. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I have, I've been through a bit and I've shared a lot of it in, in prior episodes, but yeah, like I said, there were times where just all I could say was God help. And he does. I love that message. I love, love, love that message. Um, yeah, cool. no, I, I do. I love it. Um, and I'm really glad that you had the opportunity and that you were willing to come back again. I, I do. I really appreciate it. It's good. To, it's good to see you. And it's, it's good to talk with you again. Um, and more importantly, I just, I just love the message that you bring to coffee with Jesus as well. Thank you, Todd. It's like I said, this warms my heart. This, uh, this fills my bucket. I miss getting to see you um, and your beautiful family. So thank you for having me back. It was good having you back, sir. You're welcome on the show anytime. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you enjoyed part two. Thank you for bearing with us as we broke this episode up into two parts. If you would like to leave any comments or feedback, you may do so on our website, www.coffeewithjesus.info. The episode will have its own page where you can comment directly or you can go to the Contact Us page and send an email to feedback at coffeewithjesus.info. As always, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and God bless.